thank you. Um, good morning. Uh, yeah, I think we. It, it's quite simple in the end. One tries to distill these things down to the basics. Uh, you know, we haven't had an increase in the post office for two years now. Um, and so the increase that we're looking across the board is about 6.5%. Well, it's exactly 6.5%. And then there's some other changes. You know, we had quite a lot of casual labor in the post office at one time. And over time, uh, those have been able to be converted. But there's some undertakings to look at a further 500 conversions and then some scientific process to make uh, uh, inroads into the other uh, part-timers. Uh, and so those are, the, those are the elements of the deal. The other... Uh, components that are relates to uh, comparing uh, other medical aid benefits to see if we can get the best deal for particularly our lowest income earners. Um, there's an increase in the contracted hours for those that are still um, going to be part-time uh, workers at the post office. But there's some growth prospects, I think, which have allowed us to do this, uh, particularly uh, our involvement now in the social grant uh, payment system. Okay, so we'll get to the social ground payment system in just mm. a moment, but I just want to mm. talk about the phasing in of the permanent full-time employees. Mm. Is, mm. is there a change in the number of hours that they're going to work a week? Yeah, so we, we've got about 4,400 um, what we call PPTEs, permanent part-time uh, employees, uh, and they currently contracted to do 21 and a half hours a week, so that goes up to 27 and a half hours a week. A normal work week is 42 hours um, and so it's just a, you know, a way that you can uh, we can improve uh, the, the pay packet and obviously that comes with with the deal on productivity and volumes and things which have to uh, justify that kind of move. Yeah. Mm. So as you said there's being concern especially given the fact that there were uh, non-payments of beneficiaries in some areas with regards to social grant payments so mm. What are you doing to improve that situation? No, I think, you know, we've uh, we gathered uh, straight after that, and uh, there were a number of causes of that. I mean, some of them were uh, what you almost might expect from a new system. Uh, some of the you know, bank identification numbers at merchants hadn't been uh, you know, put onto the new system. And we did have a bandwidth problem. I mean, I think that our transactions per second were around 20. Uh, we upgraded that to about 50 uh, transactions per second. And also we've separated the onloading process from the payment process, which was clogging up the system. And so, I mean, the way the systems work, if you if you, you know, register to get some money or if you apply to get your money, there's a time-out limit. I think it's a range of between 20 and 30 seconds for a transaction. And if the system is clogged out, then it knocks you out. So we've, we've, improved, we've improved the bandwidth, so to speak, and we've made those two systems run in parallel, not uh, on the same line. And also, you know, in the long term, we've been speaking to CETA and our other partners uh, within, you know, within the uh, government system, and we don't expect those glitches to occur. In fact, we have, we've so far had no glitches, and we've done some test runs. And so those initial technical problems have been dealt with. Mm. I expect them to occur. Yeah. Can you confirm the number of people that were not paid as a result of these uh, technical glitches? Well, because we understand yeah. it was nearly 800,000 rand. I mean, 800,000 grant recipients. Well, you know, that's that's not the case. Um, let, let, me understand, let me explain a little bit how it works. I mean, everyone's money was on their card. Okay, so it wasn't a question of people weren't paid, actually. I mean, uh, first of all, not everyone draws their grant on the same day. I mean, so they're, uh, in the end, um, I think within four days, 96% of people uh, who... 
uh, were on the system have been paid. And that doesn't mean that everyone who, who sought to get paid wasn't paid. People draw their monies over time. And so the card is loaded with the money, and you can go to any merchant, uh, you know, pick and pay or spa or, or shop right or an auto bank, and you can draw your money. It's just a lot cheaper if you do it through... Uh, through the post office system. And so there were people that experienced payment difficulties, but there was no one who didn't actually get paid. Are you capacitated to be able to handle this transfer because there are those who have questioned whether or not you do have the capacity? No, I mean, that's been part of our entire strategy, actually, is to upgrade the post office to perform more government functions. So the post office has been really right at the back of the queue in terms of investment and getting upgraded technology and so on. And having now demonstrated that we can pay, we've now loaded 2.2 million beneficiaries so far. Uh, having demonstrated that that can work, I mean, I think that then upgrades the infrastructure. I think there's a big difference between paying out money to Postbank, which operates, you know, in the national payment system, which operates right up there at the, you know, required levels of, of um, transaction speeds and so on. Uh, than it is to deliver a letter. You, know, you deliver letters and posts and parcels on the back of a truck. Money travels around in a computer, uh, only to the point where you then go and physically uh, draw it if you want to or transfer it. It still stays in a computer. So I've got no question at all that we can handle um, that we can handle the technology now and that we can handle the volumes that we anticipate. So, so finally, finally, having said that, there is a backlog of mail as a result of the strike. How long will that yeah. take to clear? Well, we, at the outside, we think it might take three weeks, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking more like 15 days. Um, but, you know, to be honest, the mail is increasing from uh, internationally, you know, electronic, uh, you know, ordered mail, you know, over the internet, so on e-commerce, as we sometimes call it. And so there's been quite a build-up of that at, uh, at our timber. And uh, I imagine we'll be back to, uh, you know, 90% of our, our stuff cleared within a couple of weeks. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, CEO of the South African Post Office, Amar Barnes.